This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome into Hour 1 of the GMAC Nation. We are waiting for the conclusion of the national anthem here in just a second. Yes, sir. We are off and running. Day four of our coverage live in Surprise. It's brought to you by Sonic. Mm, good. That is right. It's so good to be here with you as the Rangers and Brewers are about to uh, pick up some Cactus League baseball. General at your service. We have all the top stories from the world of sports with you every day at 2 o'clock. There's Brian Broaddus. Uh, the Super Bowl champion, uh, at Brian Broaddus on your uh, X machine. You can follow us all at GBAG Nation. There's Lucius Alexander back home in the Pimp Cup at Master Control 75 and Fitz. You good afternoon to you, sir. You have uh, Eric Chiafalo holding it down in surprise with us. His nosebleed brother, Zach Wolchuk, still on family duty. The baby arrived early, sweet Eliza. Got a picture of her this morning yeah. in the inbox. That was sweet. And uh, we'd encourage you to send the Wooly Bully some love on, on social media. Carter Freeman, coordinate your video at uh, 105thefan.com, Twitch, and YouTube. But, yeah, welcome in live and surprise. We're going to have uh, Chris Young on the show here uh, today in the booth. CY is going to be out here. There's a guy with a barrel uh, outfit on throwing out the first pitch. What's that all about? That looks like a radio bit to me, Chief. It does. I'm very interested here. This is a giant, giant dude. Uh, with a cowboy hat on, and he's, he's he's not wearing a shirt. I can't confirm that he's wearing pants either. Uh, but he's he's got a a big barrel that he's strapped inside of right there. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. That is, I was not expecting yeah, to he, see a pair of breasts like that today. He's naked with a barrel around his whole body with a pair of suspenders. Do we have any idea what we call that? That's a D cup. Is that like the barrel coveralls or cover uh, minimum? You know, I don't Dawson, know what that is, but that looks like a classic radio bit to me. And, yeah. and judging by the looks of him, I bet his name's Tiny. Tiny might yeah. be the name. I think you're on to something. Dawson, yeah. you remember back in the day uh, the Denver Broncos had like Barrel Man? Do you remember yes. there was a dude? I mean, he would he would sit in the stands yep. with the barrel on. Yeah. And he, he'd go to all the games. And I actually feel like he got voted into the Hall of Fame yeah. as a fan so for this, being this barrel. This guy might be picking be like up off his bit a little bit. And, yeah. But I, I, this, was, this was clearly a bit for a radio station. And uh, 
might be a bet payoff type situation too. I could see that. You know, could, maybe you have yeah. to walk around with a barrel, and he looked Publicity like he had Crocs on. I could an, get, I got the Crocs. That, 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 you know, I, I think it said K N I X. Maybe that's yeah. a country or a rock station, and that's the sidekick guy who does stunts for publicity. Yeah, you know, these morning shows do that kind of stuff. So it was cool to witness that, and it's cool to have you listening to us as our spring training coverage continues. We are going to get a player uh, from the dugout during the game. That seems cool. You know, um, so I, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, of course, Chris Young right here in the booth is, is going to be great to see our, our, our buddy for the first time this season. The Jordan Montgomery watch continues. If there's anything on that front, we'll, we'll deliver the news right to you. Uh, and we're going to hear from Josh Spores with the Chiefs. So we got a massive Rangers Thursday here for you in the nation, don't yeah. we? Yeah, and it's already kicked off. I mean, what an, uh, what an electric atmosphere we're here in and uh, what an electric interview uh, that preceded us here with the KNC Masterpiece and, and Wyatt Langford. Man, he threw that headset on in the dugout, and that was just, uh, that was just radio fire. Uh, it sounds like they were bummed that they had to let him go. It might be tough to get some uh, some energy and excitement out of those guys because they're trying to play it cool. Like, yeah, I'm talking to the media over here, guys. You know, it's kind of like a, a teenager uh, when their parents show up is basically how the energy changes when the media arrives. If I could explain it well, uh, Chief, I, need, I have a question. I, I know you do these interviews and you've done a, a tremendous job. Yeah, but it's like you guys use golf voice. Is it? Do you have to be quiet in the, or do you just not want people about. to know? What's going on in the end? You know, it seems like both you and the player kind of using a little bit of golf voice. With- well, it's it is a it's not like a loud ruckus environment in that clubhouse. Um, it is you know it's a little bit so more. It's calm. hard. To, it's hard to show the being jovial and happy. And See, yeah. I don't want to say anything that they're going to get made fun of for. So they're trying to keep it so quiet that nobody. It, else it, can it's hear almost them. like yeah. we're at a tournament. Like yeah. that, you know. Well, this is Eric Chiafalo on the seventh green today. Yeah, yeah. Talking yeah. to uh, he should see. He's just reflecting the energy the players are giving back to him. I yeah. believe I'm just trying to be a chameleon. You yeah. know, you walk in there, you adapt to your environment and uh, you just try to fit in, fit in where you can. And and with some of the stuff that I'm asking these guys, you know, I don't I don't want you don't want the, to give away your bag. I, well, yeah, I don't want my bag to get out to the other players that haven't gotten directly involved with it yeah. yet. Then they start judging the situation. Maybe they start avoiding me, you know, oh, they'll never um, avoid you. you I think you're a fan favorite down there. But but having like, you know, Evan Grant sniffing around something like that, these guys that are trying to get the, the hardcore baseballs and i'm over here doing my yeah. my conversation you know I, I don't want to come across like i'm not professional to the guys that are in that clubhouse that are covering yeah. this baseball team so i think it's just that's just kind of the the baseball am vibe in a clubhouse dude yeah yeah and you don't want to violate that well no. well him violate things i mean well, i have know, good news we, on we, that we're, we're kind of giving him a little too much credit with the violations of things you, you, you're not afraid to violate things in the clubhouse. I, I mean, saying I'm not afraid to do it, I just, I was stepping in puddles I didn't know existed. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I was diving headfirst into these bad boys. I just, you know, I got caught slipping a couple of times. Rookie year last year. Rookie mistakes happened, But you're right? a champion. You were a champion. Yeah, for right. The, yeah. Yeah, of course, it propelled us to, to championship victory. So I, I, I hashtag did my part, and uh, I will explain that in more detail a little bit okay. later on. Okay, looking forward to that. Looking forward to hearing Sporzy. With the Chief, it's just incredible the questions that he asks and get these guys to answer. And the latest edition of that's coming up at 520 here with you in the G-Bag Nation. Michael Gelkin of the Combine says the Cowboys have fewer scheduled meetings with agents than in years past. No hint they're on the precipice all of in. a high-priced free agent flurry that would resemble what most associate with the all-in buzzword. Um, 
seemed case uh, from the from start. Okay, that's what Gelkin reports from the combine. I don't know what you're hearing, Brian, but you know nothing. Nah, Mike's on it. Nothing Mike's different on this. from that, right? Yeah, he's on it. I don't know that Jerry even knows what the context of all in was that the question was in on or or what he said. I think maybe he looks at it like spending a hundred percent of the salary cap. Is, is being all in where we need him to spend like 130 or 150 you know, percent Stephen, of the cap. Stephen came out and said that, you know, Jerry's all in all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Jerry considers what they've been yeah. doing all in. Like, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I did think that at, at one point Jerry said it'll be different than in years past as far as how much consideration we have for future years. And I, I think, once again, this is more evidence of, you know, the, the great rant that you went on probably a month or so ago now, Brian, that won G-Bag of the Day several times, that this is Steven. I think, I, think, I think there's what Jerry wants to do, and sometimes he talks about that with reporters like it's going to happen, but then Steve won't let it happen. I kind of feel like that um, I, this, is, this is Steven Jones' team. You know, Jerry Jones, 81 years old. I think that Will and, and Steven work together on how they want to build the team, how they want to sign players, who they want to go after. And then I think they keep Jerry in the loop as to say, okay, this is the decision that we're, we've made. You know, and Jerry's probably going to ask a bunch of questions, and Will's going to try and ensure him that, oh, no, this is the right way to do it. And uh, then the next thing you know, then it's, uh, it's kind of stayed status well, some, quo. Sometimes I think the parent who's great in their field wants their kid to be great in their field too. And what Jerry was great at was taking wild swings and misses at times that resulted in championships, you know. And I, I think, um, you know, he needs to uh, bring that back to the Cowboys if we're going to win a Super Bowl. Jerry Steven has, has taken over the team, and in some ways he needed to be more of a gentle guiding hand as far as being a little bit more prudent and wise with the overall decision-making. But I, I think that mindset took over too much. And you've got to balance those being careful with being aggressive. When you get close, it's time to be aggressive. And when you guys are getting close, you're allowing Steve to take his foot off the gas. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. They, they've gone too far the other way with it. There, yeah. There's there's a fine line here. I get you don't want to be super what wildcatter. Isn't yeah. that what, yeah. what Jerry was? Sure. There's an extreme there that can get you in some trouble. But the yeah. Cowboys have been playing on the other side of the extremes there. And I think, you know, the proof is in the pudding, not getting really – close to a Super Bowl uh, I, I think they've gone overboard with that yeah so we'll we'll see if eventually something happens that makes an adjustment but right now I'm looking at Stephen Jones being in charge of this and if he if he can't see uh, and uh, the reason to change after the massive disappointment of everything that transpired in the last decade because this has been going on since 2014 where they keep getting close but you know not anywhere close enough if this wouldn't change your mind after saddling up to get this done with both Tony and Dak, two legitimate Pro Bowl quarterbacks, you know, not good enough to take the team over the top with your team-building formula, I don't know that it ever will. You know, I think, we, I think we might be in for another 25 years of this. We might be looking at a Boston Red Sox or a Chicago Cubs-like run oh. in, unless something happens inside that Jones family to shake up the dynamics. You know, it's some championship it, hunger. David boys. Hillman and I were talking about it this morning. and uh, On FaceTime? No, we weren't FaceTiming each other. I thought he was at the Combine, and I actually called him, like, early, thinking he was at the Combine, and he was, he was still in Los Angeles. Oh, West Coast so, time. So it was, a, it was an early early call for uh, Brian and Dave to talk. Was he as equally as hungover as you were? Uh, no, he wasn't. By the way, 3 a.m. was just a, a massive cottonmouth cotton mouth situation. I sat there with my game day cup and just continually slugged down water. But 
talking to Hellman, you know, he we were just going back and forth on how aggressive some of these general managers are, and it's about the desperation of keeping your job. Yeah. You know, and here are the Cowboys. There's no fear of losing their job, and you should be more aggressive than the guy who's trying to keep his job. You know, we were just, you know, because uh, Brendan Bean from the Buffalo Bills was talking about trading up for Josh Allen. He says, listen, if it works, I'm still here. If it doesn't work, I'm fired, you know. And the Cowboys' level of desperation is not there. It's just not. There's other general managers that are far more aggressive because they know that they're not long for the job. And so I think that's until the Cowboys feel desperate enough to make moves, they're, they're going to continue to do things the way they are. And, and you know what? I don't believe they'll ever be a bad team because I feel like that they'll draft and they'll always find a way to be 9-8. They'll yeah. always figure out a way to be nine and eight, and that's what kind of playing safe gets you. Yeah, that's what that's that. Yeah. There's not going to be these massive swings like you're talking about, Dawson, where your team ends up three and fourteen or something like that, unless you lose your quarterback. But the, their level of desperation is nowhere near the other general managers around the league. They're trying to get there with perfection on on uh, on on uh, budget shopping and free agency and nailing a draft perfect. Mavs get the win despite giving up a few too many points. Luka had a triple-double again. P.J. Washington tremendous with 21. I agree with Mike. He's a player that could have a lot more points because of his skill set and his size. It's really undeniable if he wants to just be aggressive towards the rim. Dominant third quarter for the Mavs. They put in 40. And the way Luke and Kyrie are playing, they're getting very confident that they can be a, just an undeniable offense at times. And their, their defense can be rough, as I think three nights in a row we've seen teams over 120 on them. Um, and this is with Luka committed, you know. Uh, this was actually, I, I guess, for them a good night last night because they did manage to get some stops in the fourth quarter. And Luka was talking about his commitment level after the game. And that's, that's exciting and encouraging, but... And I thought when they made these upgrades and got Gafford and uh, and added Washington, they would be able to hold teams under more. But it's starting to shape up now as they go through this stretch of games against good playoff teams. And last night, just a good offense. Um, we're going to have to win with offense, guys. Yeah, where are you on the yeah. back-to-back stuff, though? I mean, that, that was a gut-wrenching loss the night before. Yeah, emotional loss. Emotional loss. That was you just know, a surviving advance night last night. I, I just, I don't know, Dustin, but you're on to something. Just one game. Yeah, right. no, you're on to something, though. Yeah. The last couple, I mean, Cleveland, Cleveland, the fact that Cleveland, what I got encouraged by was Cleveland's one of the second best teams in the league when it comes to defensive rating. Yeah. And the Mavericks were able to do some good against that. That's something that will always, uh, but man, I mean, they, they got beat on a 59-foot shot, you know, but they gave up a 10-point lead, too, to your, to your point. Yeah. So, yeah, there's some things that definitely need to be taken care of. Stars host Winnipeg tonight. They took care of some business, but the the big story is the trade, it, it, the the move that that could put the Stars in position to win it all. A legit defenseman, uh, and it, Chris Tanev is come on over for Artem Grishnikov and a 2024 second round NHL draft pick and a conditional 2026 third three team deal that also involved the Devils. Calgary's going to retain 50% of the salary, which is clutch. There you go. Tanev developed a reputation as a smart, leathery player who shrugs off dings, dents, and bloody facial injuries and keeps playing. We're going to love him, boys. Oh, I love that. Yeah, Tanev. it sounds like uh, that, that he will be available. They're kind of dealing with some visa problems right now and things, so they're trying to kind of get that squared up. So you'll likely get him at some time, uh, maybe this weekend, but likely the beginning of next week. Very cool. 
He is fourth in the NHL at puck battle wins, which sounds amazing. It's a great metric, the puck battle wins. puck battler. And he's 10th in blocked shots per game in the entire NHL. That's the stuff that takes courage, and that's why you yeah. got bloody face and stuff like that. Blocking you know what, shots. What, what, what they, they have such a problem when they lose possession, you know, and they can't win it back instantly or they can't get a body in front of the shooter to, to stop it. It just it totally breaks down, and when the other team gets a little bit of rhythm and we're a little bit sloppy building out, it can be a complete disaster. Um, so well, this is step one. It'll be really interesting. They'll have a couple of games before the deadline to see how it goes. I'd love to see him make another move here. I'll tell you a thing, guys, that, that when the Stars are bad is when they don't win faceoffs. Yeah. You know, they've, they've had some struggles the last couple of nights with dealing with some faceoff situations. And when the Stars are really good, it's when they're winning those draws. And uh, when, it, when it goes the other way, you know, you see, uh, you see them, you know, give up goals and, and uh, and have struggles like you mentioned with the buildups and things like that, Dawson, of, of generating offense. Well, uh, we're trying to see the Rangers generate some offense here in the bottom of the first inning. There is one out, uh, but there's a runner on, and uh, they're they're looking to get an, uh, another hit here from Ezekiel Duran to get this party going. Brian, Ezekiel Duran had a nice day yesterday, from what I can remember. Uh, he was yes. uh, he had a couple <laughs> of hits and a really good defensive play. Right? Yes. I think I had some kind of overly emotional reaction to one of his defensive plays, but yeah. it's nice to see him swing the stick well early. The thing that we were, remember how good he was the beginning of the season last year and then everything kind of just became like he became a glorified cheerleader at the end. Yeah. They really didn't want to play him or anything like that. So nice to see him at least uh, get things going here in front of us. We do have to relive some of the great moments from yesterday with really Brian's don't. bet payoff we and really Eric Chiafalo joining him on the journey. <laughs> if you were listening yesterday, it was just the beginning as the show went on later <laughs> and, and later the BAC, you know, it, it got up there and yeah. uh, it was a great ride though. I had a lot of fun yesterday broadcasting with you boys, brought back some memories of uh, G-Bag years past. I appreciate okay. that. Uh, G-Bag of the day is coming up at 2.30. Five reasons to get excited for free agency is next in the nation worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, buddy. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. We are live at Rangers Spring Training where Avaldi is dealing here in the second inning. And uh, Rangers and Brewers are tied at zero. Segment of the G-Bag Nation is brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact the Frankels, 214 or 817 Jump online to truckwreck.com. G-Bag of the Day is coming up here at 2.30. 
Krusty's Corner is coming up at 2.40. And uh, right here we have some exciting NFL offseason content. Are you guys getting excited for this uh, free agent season? Always, always, uh, always excited to see what type of transactions go down, what type of big splash moves get made. Uh, obviously, that won't be... Uh, with the Cowboys but I do think there are some really good opportunities for the Cowboys to upgrade their team and uh, they don't have to spend all the money to do it so yeah I'm pretty fired up I think this is going to be a, a fun couple of weeks here we go to uh, cbssports.com Cody Benjamin uh, with the article uh, NFL free agency five reasons to get excited including blockbuster quarterback moves a deep defensive class and more as uh a uh, hard-hit ball to left field has just been secured, and there's two down here in the top of the second inning. Gosh, watching Evaldi work is so great, dude. It's in, you know it's inspiring. It's it's nostalgic at this point because it, it brings up memories of uh, Game Five in Arizona. Just and a the true alpha. Effort. Yeah, you know I know he can get out of trouble of any sorts now, inning after inning after inning of trouble and threats to your clinching game. Evaldi can pitch out of that, but today he does. He's he's just got it on easy mode, apparently. Yeah, he's just sitting, dudes. That first inning, he goes one, two, three, uh, pair of strikeouts, sat in the 96-mile-per-hour range, did hit 97 for a strike, uh, and the first strikeout came on his cutter, second on a high-velo fastball. Then he sat Weimer uh, to start inning number two, and then he just got out whoever the other guy was. Sit down, clown. That's what uh, (laughs) Evaldi's saying out there on on the mound, and and it's it's a sight to behold out here and this is only uh his second start of spring you know guys just getting warmed up okay we uh we uh, go to the top five things of free agency here to get excited about super bowl contenders are eager to reload and there's a picture of mike and jerry up here look at this i guess cbs sports knows where their bread is buttered this is where i i I might have to pivot to a possible media watchdog here of, of, of of mr benjamin i don't know how eager the the cowboys are to reload uh, Benjamin writes, there are a few contenders particularly geared for a win-now approach after falling short. Bills, Cowboys, Eagles, all three failed to deliver on aspirations. All three employ uh, debated head coaches, and all three are comfortable making big splashes to aid their Pro Bowl quarterbacks. Mm. I don't. I think this uh, Cody Benjamin needs to pick up a newspaper and realize the Cowboys have not made a big splash on a player outside their system to help a quarterback probably since Joey Galloway. It's yeah. been a while. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome to the last twenty years of uh, NFL Roy football. Williams. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, they, they really don't. I uh, mean, the trade up for Des was nice, but we're talking free agency here. Yeah, yeah. They haven't done anything to really uh, to really help the situation. I don't think. Uh, yeah, and it and it's and it's disappointing. And you asked earlier, yes, Chief, are you excited about free agency? A couple things I'm excited about. I'm excited about the situation with Dak. I want to see where they're going to go with Dak. How that's going to end up. I want to see what exactly, you know, what kind of uh, does Mike Zimmer have any influence to maybe grab a linebacker? We went through some some guys that we felt like that might be available, some maybe some inexpensive guys uh, that could help. Could Zimmer influence him to go get one guy? And then other than that, I'm kind of ready to draft. You know, I'm not I, – I just don't feel like that – to me, it's, it's, it's going to be one of those things where I, I was excited with the all-in bit. Mm-hmm. I was initially. And then Steven got to the combine, and every Tuesday he kills my dreams on. <laughs> I like it. You, know, you got hoodwinks, man. You got I bamboozled. Did. I mean, I, I felt like that maybe 81-year-old Jerry Jones got a little embarrassed by getting beat by the Green Bay Packers huh. in, in, in that, in that first, first round of the playoffs. He should. And, and maybe that he would have stepped up and told Steven and them, hey, Let's think about this a little bit differently, and yep. let's try to do. But 
it, it, it's just like I ran it on. It's a lot of the same Well, let me ask you quo. this. I mean, the thing that you started with was Dak. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested. I, I you know, I'm... I mean, everything we've See, seen this, so far is, is par for the course. It's uh, status quo. Yeah. Do you think that could change with the quarterback? See, that's, that's what's interesting to me because I don't think Gell can just write story. If this was a David Moore story, that to me is fed. That's a fed. If you start to talk about Dak and maybe his contract's not, you know, we're not looking at it as a guaranteed deal that they're going to do it, you know, if that's David Moore reporting that, I'm kind of like going, okay, Fed deal here. Gelkin, I, I Gelkin, he's grinding, dude. He, he's he's tra- he's talking to all the people. He's talking to all the parties involved. Uh, you know, I I kind of feel like though with if when he posts stuff like that, that that gets my attention. So I'm I'm interested to see how far the Cowboys are willing to kick the can down the road for Dak Prescott. That's what I'm interested in. Yeah, I think that's huge. Uh, and, and the fact that Gelkin is suggesting that they might just go, hey, the coaching staff, everybody's on a one-year deal. Yep. Dak included. This is just how we're going to go, and that's going to make some people uncomfortable. But I would say that discomfort is warranted. They've earned that discomfort. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, that is going to be interesting. And I, the draft, I think, is an uh, opportunity to get excited if the Cowboys can nail it, get some good players. If uh, Powers Johnson falls to them in round one, that would be very exciting, the center out of yeah. Oregon. We'll talk about him today at 240 in Krusty's corner. By Man, I do River. think Josh Smith wearing that number eight well. You know, he changed his number from sure. 47 to eight. The yeah. plate discipline uh, was just shown there as he garnered a, a nice little walkie walk. So that number eight, single digit, I think it looks sharp on him. And yeah, that's a nice base knock into uh, center field, which is going to push a runner to third base. Yeah, Duffy got Josh a pitch Smith he can handle, up. barrel that thing up. And we yeah. have runners on the corner with nobody out here in the second inning for the Rangers as Hill steps into the right-handers battered box. Yeah, that was Matt Duffy you got it going right there. Sure nice did. Words. Yeah, nice job Newcomer. There. Yep, got a pitch he can handle and then uh, drove it out in center field. This is Derek Hill. Number two, a quarter of the NFL is starting fresh. Eight new coaches. The veteran market is loaded with defensive talent, including Legereus Sneed, Chris Jones, Matabuke. If they wanted to spend money on defensive line, there it is. Jalen Johnson, the corner from the Bears, they could uh, get him. Justin Fields and Russell Wilson could be moved, and Kirk Cousins prepared to hit the market again. There you have it. It's time now. To go into the Pimp Cup at 75 and fits you, Lucius Alexander has your G-Bag of the day. Check, 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 check. How's that mic sound? Perfect. All Sounds right. great. Yeah, all right. How you doing, brother? You all right? Me? I'm good, man. Yeah. Yeah, 3 in the morning, had to get up and drink a lot of water. Yeah, there's a little bit of a struggle there. A little cotton mouth uh, late night last night. Glad to have you here, though, brother. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for taking care of me yesterday, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our winner and champ of G-Bag of the Day so far, we're going to go to the Southwestern Athletic Conference. The SWAC. The SWAC. Missy, Mississippi Valley State, they finally won a, their first basketball game a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Well, the season's almost over, right? Isn't the season it's over? It's pretty close. Yeah, we're God, about to march, it, March Madness. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah uh, they are now 1-27, so they stormed the court. They were pretty excited out there. And Andre, that's game! And that will be game! And that will be game! And that's now for the first win! First oh, we saw him the court! And then we saw him the court! We saw him the court! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! And the offense has a now black Now we'll pick up their first win! Yes, now we'll pick up their first win! Shout out Coach Ivory! Delta Devils with them. Rules to 1-27, 1-14 in a swag. 
what it is. The Mississippi Fat Delta Devils are currently on a one game winning streak. With that game, the Prairie Panthers were 5 to 10 and 16, 5 to 10 to swing. The Mississippi Fat Delta Devils will improve to 1 and 27. What a senior. 1 and 14 to swing. Let's go! Win, led by no no one other than Raekwon Brown. Raekwon Brown. Why, thank you, my guy. <laughs> Freaking awesome. Yeah, they're pretty excited, bro. Big time champs now. All right, let's see what else we got for you boys. Uh, yesterday, our very own Brian brought us. Oh, jeez. Ah, jeez. <laughs> and Eric Chiafalo. Oh, damn. Okay. They had a bottle of tequila. Not tequila, excuse me. Tito's. Tito's. Thinking for myself right there. <laughs> yeah, they had a bottle of uh, Tito's while broadcasting and watching some day baseball. And I, there's just so many highlights of Broaders just being all over the place and the vodka having its way with him. <laughs> you're not lying, man. Yeah, so many cuss. You're not lying. Uh, here's just one. All right, 877-881-1053. What's your top 10 today? It is uh, happy birthday to Luka Doncic, 25 oh years God. old. That's what are you doing? <laughs> I have you, in you front of me. another cocktail? I have in front of me. No, you've been overpouring the entire duration of this I program. had a muscle spasm. It, I couldn't, like, stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't have any more Tito's today. Yes, you can. Uh, we, in front of me right now, okay, I have the play, top 10. Play. I have the top 10. Yes. Third double play of the day for the Rangers yes. is in the books. Yes. As they get out of the eighth inning with a lead 6 four. I think that's over. Oh, that's We game. win. Nice job. Go home, Dodgers. Rangers win. Yes, you're damn right we win. World game Series preview. Play. I see the umpires walking off the field. I know that's a win. <laughs> Dodgers. Well, you all over the place, boy. Gosh, Lucius, why? Tito had you in a headlock. Tito was slamming. Come with me, man. He's just curb slamming me. Tito's like, you're killing it right now. Yeah. You're doing great radio. You're doing Keep great, it. bro. Keep it up. <laughs> Give them more. They're thirsty. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, yesterday was a church day. I hope you got your blessings. Shout no, out, I did. Shout I out did. to my pastor, Pastor Freddie Haynes and uh, Reverend Ike. Yeah, two different pastors. Pastor... Fetter Haynes is for your mind. Reverend Ike is for your money. <laughs> I see you, Reverend Ike. You shining up there with Jesus. Shining. I know he is. Uh, here's one real quick. How about a worship leader? Oh, this is. Let's do this part together, all right? All the earth will shout, shout your praise. Here we go. <laughs> Whoops. What? <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> Let's do this part together, all right? All the earth will shout, shout your praise. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Suspense is killing me, bro. Uh, how about this one? Chief Saholic. You guys familiar with Chief Saholic? Yeah, the bank robber. The bank robber guy. Super fan. Super, super fan known in Chief's the- kingdom. People know this guy. Is he the wolf? Is that the wolf guy? I think so. Uh, yes. He's got the wolf guy. Yeah, yeah. he robbed a bunch of banks across America just to so that he could he pay for season tickets and yeah. stuff. Okay. Yeah, didn't he like <laughs> didn't he like rob casinos just to gamble online? Uh, I, th- I think he might have done some of that as well. God, yes. talking, boy. He's a genius. He really is. Listen to this man's lawyer at the press conference. From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing 
and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. Bro. But today, Xavier stepped into the pressure. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, and admitted what he had done. Now, if I know anything about Xavier, and if the Chief's Kingdom knows anything about Chief Saholic, we know that he doesn't give up. And take no for an answer. We know no. that if he stumbled and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. Bro, come on, man. Lori's man. fired. Get out of what, here. What are we doing? Fired, bro. You are what are we fired. doing? <laughs> yeah, uh, you are out of here as a lawyer, bro. Man. Big time out Fighting here. for my life here. Yeah. I don't know how to hog tie nobody. What are they talking about? The only approach I could see making sense is like you're trying to uh, appeal to the fan base to like make sure everybody remembers him as a Chiefs fan. Yeah. So maybe in some sort of uh, appeal or public opinion, uh, if it could matter, matter in the future, if you get some of these people on the jury, they could see things your way. Or hopefully the judge a, is a referee or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, get it, I get it. I get it. I get it. No, I, th I think you should get at least uh, at least 20 years in jail minimum if you're putting a gun in people's face and robbing them. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, last church little clip right here. Here's a church choir. They were warming up for practice. And I'm talking about they warmed up. They hit a song that I'm pretty sure you're familiar with, but they got real church with it. Whew. That'll move. Yeah, if that'll move, if you don't have a soul. No, yeah, I, I was moved. Yeah. Fortunately, I still do have a soul. Life hasn't grinded it out of me yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> yeah, give it a couple yeah, of more weeks. <laughs> Is it Mississippi Valley State on a one-game winning streak, the two-time G Back Today champions? Brian brought us an Eric Chia follower drinking vodka, worship leader, all the earth will shart, or the Chiefs a holic lawyer, or the uh, moving on up to the east side number. Jefferson's. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with you, gentlemen. Chief, how about you? I'll go with uh, I'll go with the lawyer. Okay. Illusion. Swack. We're trying to win, Brian. Swack. By a score of two to one to one, and still your G Bag of the Day champions. It's uh, your your guys out there in, in the Mississippi Valley State. Okay, the Cottonmouth King himself, Brian Broadus, <laughs> is the king of the crusties, and he has Crusty's Corner coming up next. Where are you taking us? I do, General, and I'm going to talk to you about some college centers that you need to know about in this draft. We'll do that next. All righty. Thank you, Lucius. We're live in surprise. Our coverage is brought to you by Sonic. Mm, good. Mm, good. Mm. Uh, NFL News Today is coming up at 3 o'clock. Here's Brian Broadus, Crusty's Corner. Thank you very much, General. Appreciate that. Um, want to like uh, thank all the people yesterday that were hanging out with us while that was going on. The craziness that we it had. was it was terrific, and I, I want to let everybody know Chris Young is going to join us here at the top of the sixth inning. Okay, so we're probably an hour, maybe an hour and ten minutes away. It could be less, of course, if they start working and, and, and playing fast. But right now. 
on the Blue Chew hot seat, bluechew.com. Use promo code RJ to get your first month free with only a $5 shipping. It's the KMC Masterpiece joining us in Krusty's Corner, Brian. Yeah, it's nice to have the boys along here. Uh, we got baseball going on right now. Rangers and Brewers are tied one. Uh, we got the combine going on. I, people have been texting me about guys running at the combine, the workouts and stuff like that. So a lot of things happening uh, in the sports world that we kind of need to keep our attention on. Uh, all week long since I've been in Surprise, I've been working on whether it's linebackers, defensive linemen, running backs. Well, today I'm going to focus in on some centers. Uh, I feel like that to me. And, uh, Corey and Kevin, chime in if you want. For sure. Do you feel like, though, that the number one position that the Cowboys need to have at some point, whether it's a draft, free agency, whatever, is, uh, is a center? Center definitely, I didn't think you got the best out of that position the last couple of years, yeah. even though it was making some progress. But I just don't think it's quite what you need it to be to control the, the middle of the offensive line you'd like the way you'd like to, especially in the run game and the you know, keep uh, Dak from seeing that pressure up in his face imme- immediately. Right. So I, I absolutely am down to try and replace that. We kind of took for granted for granted what uh, Travis Frederick Man, did he for was so really long. great. How about you there, uh, Kevin? I, I was curious. Are we all positive about what they're going to do at left tackle? Be- See, that's that's the thing that I wonder as well. To me, if if I'm going to draft left tackle, if I'm I'm not signing Tyron Smith. Yes. I'm not I'm not going to have I'm not going to use a first round pick on an offensive lineman and have him sit. Yeah. I'm just not. I, and the one thing that I know is that with this group they when they draft offensive linemen in the first round they're usually pl- plug yes. and play guys. Yes. So if you tell me there the intention is not to have a left tackle with Tyron Smith I'm sure looking at that position. I still think center though. Okay. I think that position held them hostage a little bit last year. I think there were some things in the running game. Lack of a point of attack blocking tight end and a center that was ability to secure down linemen and to also play in the second level. So, but we're all in agreement that we're good with moving on from Biotis. I think so. Okay. I mm-hmm. think so. Now, it's going to be close here when we start to talk about these college centers, and I think there's several good ones that we need to address here. We always uh, Dawson likes to throw the name out there, Jackson Powers Johnson from, uh, uh, from Oregon. At 6'3", 320 pounds, this is the best center in the draft. And he's got, for that size, he really does have rare athletic traits. He's got the right attitude to play offensive line. I see a mean, a nasty player to, uh, to his, uh, his game. Uh, he's a problem to deal with with defenders in space. He's a road grader. Uh, he started his career as a guard, and then he moved to center. But he's a lateral player. And, and that's some of the things with Biotis. You didn't see that ability to secure the three technique or to secure the one technique. you got to be able to play laterally. And I think the thing when you talk about Powers Johnson, that's what he really does a nice job of. He gets the second level. He could get two blocks on one play. He's that type of a player. I was a little late to this party, Brian, but I, I'm such a big fan. The other day I was talking about starting a – powers johnson to the cowboys campaign and i was informed shortly afterwards on x there already is one. Oh, yeah. cowboys fans uh, love the guy yeah As the rangers that's... push across another run here rbi uh, double from kisner yeah nice job of putting the ball in play there yeah there we go but uh, yeah you know with there i think i think cowboy fans they know what the issues are with their team when they watch their team and they know what the issues are with their inability to run the football and they saw that and Guys like Powers Johnson, I think, and it is going to be close. You're going to have to tightrope 
uh, that, uh, you know, with the Dolphins ahead of you, with the Eagles ahead of you, uh, you know, those are two teams that could definitely use center help. So uh, the Cowboys might have to kind of keep an eye out on what goes on in front of them there. The next uh, player I'd like to talk about is Graham Barton, and he's the, he's the, he's the starting left tackle for the Duke Blue Devils. But he's likely to be projected inside the guard. Maybe, like I say, he should be a center. This is one of the meanest players that I've studied this draft season. He is relentless in the way he attacks the defender. He's one of those guys that's always playing beyond the whistle. And uh, so, you know, that's what you like about him there. He's an outstanding run blocker. He could drive defenders off the ball with some uh, super impressive leverage and power that he plays with. Once he gets his hands inside, he'll sink his rear, he'll run his feet, and he'll climb that defender. And, uh, and those guys have a difficult time getting away from him. He's like that Velcro to the defender. There's several snaps where I was watching where he just completely drove his man into the ground. You know, and, you're like, and it's not like finding a leg and then burying the guy. He just drove the guy into the ground. Now you're saying, well, Broadus, all these things you're, you like about this guy and this power and everything else – why are you? Why do you not have him higher? I mean, why is he not better than Powers Johnson? I haven't seen him play center. I've only oh. seen this guy play tackle. So the projection for him, as you know, he's played guard. Can he play center? That's the projection. I think Powers Johnson's. A, I think Powers Johnson. I know what I have in him. Yeah. Graham Barton is a tough sob, and he would be great on this football team. But I haven't seen him play the center. I know he's a projection there. So. We'll see uh, where the Cowboys have him. I'm not into projections at this point. Sorry, Hagee. Yeah. No, no, you're good. Y'all show. I just wanted to ask, particularly at offensive and defensive line, how much do you like having that player with a mean streak to him? Oh, no, you absolutely. That's the one thing. I mean, give me the player that's got some nastiness to his game, the way he likes to finish. Uh, that's, I, you know, to me, I, I, I've seen too many of these young linemen that one-shot blockers into him, and then they kind of lose that, and then their guys – off uh, to making a play. So I, give me the guy that's out there willing to finish. Yeah, I, I absolutely love dudes with that kind of a mean streak. And, one of the, again, I go back to Travis Frederick. Yeah. One of the things that people, oh, he's such a nice guy. But then when he got on the football field, like he had this streak in him that was just very different. And that, helped you, that helps you finish. Those guys don't want to go up against a guy like that. Okay, the third guy I want to talk about is Zach Frazier from West Virginia. He's 6'3", he's 310 pounds. By the way, guys, heights and weights are probably going to be, we're going to get fresh ones come from the combine when these guys get measured and, 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 uh, and we can kind of incorporate them into what we're doing. Now, Zach Frazier, to me at West Virginia, this is a potential trade-back situation. If the Cowboys feel like that, you know what, we could pick up an extra third or fourth-round pick and maybe go back a few spots, I think Zach Frazier might be a guy that you want to do this with uh, because those first two guys, Barton, Powers Johnson probably go a little bit higher, but if you're sitting there and both those guys are gone and you look at Zach Frazier, I think you could kind of move back in this draft and grab him as well. He's a really coordinated athlete that can win at the point of attack in the running game and the passing game. Uh, he does a great job of playing on his feet. I don't see him getting knocked off balance. I don't see him on the ground. He's in good fit, uh, football position right off the snap. The thing that he does is he's able to get those hands quick inside and he can control. There's some finish to his game. You see him kind of toss his guy aside, and then all of a sudden he's just kind of like, you know, looking for another block, or maybe the guy's kind of wrestling with him a little bit, and he kind of knocks him a, a little bit off balance, and he's quickly back into balance, 
And I really do like this guy because when you talk about down blocks and this guy is able to get that head across, that's the thing. The, the ability to get his head across the defender, not allow them to go upfield. He can get his head across and then turn his body to seal those guys off. So if you're looking for centers, if you're looking for centers in this draft, especially in the first round, I think the Cowboys are in pretty good position to grab one of the three guys that, uh, that I mentioned today there, Dawson. And guys. Nice. I love it, Brian. And you think all three of those guys step in and are plug a and huge improvement all year three, one? All three plug-and-play guys. That's what I'm talking all about, three. baby. Yeah. I love it. Okay, we are live at spring training. Uh, Rangers and Brewers now the top of the fourth inning. We uh, are going to get uh, Chris Young on the show at the top of the sixth. So stick around. We'll be talking with the Rangers GM here before too long. As uh, the Nosebleed Boys are in here with us, uh, Kevin and Corey from the KMC Masterpiece. And I'm sorry, yeah, the KMC Masterpiece Boys, mm-hmm. 10 to noon. Of course, you only have one Nosebleed Boy all week long. Send some love to Wolchuk. He's, uh, he's back there at home with his uh, wonderful family. How's Eric been doing this week? You know, he's great. Having his running buddy. Yes, I was, we've been very impressed. Actually, we were talking about that last night, that even without Wolchuk, he's been down in there mixing it up with these guys and having a great time. So we have the Josh Spores interview coming up at 520. Uh, coming up next, it's time for the NFL News of the Day. And Eric Chiafala will get you all your pro football headlines coming up next on 105.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.